Are you interested in simple steps to heal the root cause of your health issues? Whether it's anxiety, depression, insomnia, weight gain, hormonal issues, digestive issues, or any difficult to treat condition? Welcome to Heal Your Body, Cure Your Mind, where you'll get most of the answers for your health concerns and benefit from the latest techniques in naturopathic medicine, functional medicine, and psychotherapy to heal your mind and body together. As a naturopathic doctor, psychotherapist, and best-selling author, I've also created a free ebook and online course for you at drameet.com. That's D-R-A-M-E-E-T.com, where you'll get tons of tips to heal your mind, your body, your emotions, your gut, your liver, inflammation, and other things that go wrong in your body. Without further ado, with lots of love to your beautiful heart, here's your podcast for this week. Welcome to this very special session, everyone. I'm Erin Matlock. My guest today is Dr. Amit Agarwal. And for 15 years, he has been helping people like you and definitely like me with issues such as burnout, stress, um, fatigue, low energy, um, dissatisfaction in life, depression, anxiety. And he has a special approach that connects the mind, the body, the brain, and today he's going to share with you how that all connects and why we need to be listening to our whole self. Welcome, Dr. Amit. Thank you, Erin. Um, hey, viewers. I want to show you how really your body connects to your mind, how your gut, your liver, your adrenal glands affect your brain chemistry, anxiety, depression, and burnout. And I also want to share how trauma, childhood trauma especially, and your nervous system affect your biology your cortisol levels, your gut, and therefore your mental health. So let's get started, Erin. Sounds wonderful. And Dr. Amit is joining us all the way from Kenya today. And uh, so welcome. Let's start with this gut. We keep hearing all the importance of the gut, the gut, the gut. When I talk to my friends outside of the health market, they, they've heard about it, but they're not to that point, at least here in the United States, where they're really doing anything about it. So I want to preempt this by saying most people make a mistake of only healing their gut and they ignore their master organ, the liver, mm. which we're going to talk about as well as the ad adrenals. And we're also going to talk about family constellations therapy to heal trauma from the ancestors. Yeah. To target what people are suffering from. Yeah. So let's start with the gut, the most simplest part. You have a stomach, you have intestines. Your intestines are like a nice tube, a nice lining, kept healthy by good bacteria and good food. Over time, with antibiotic use, poor diet, pesticides, um, birth control pill, certain other inflammatory foods, too much gluten, too much wheat, um, too much coffee, too much alcohol, etc. The good bacteria get killed off, the lining gets damaged, we get holes in the intestine called leaky gut syndrome, and then toxins leak into the bloodstream and cause inflammation everywhere in the body. Leading cause for asthma, eczema, arthritis, a lot of chronic conditions. And it also throws off our neurotransmitters. So we go into anxiety and depression, OCD, suicidal thoughts can come from inflammation, from leaky gut. I'm also going to talk how it can come from trauma, childhood trauma. So now let's go back to inflammation. You have all this inflammation going on in your body. That creates more toxins in your body. And who has to deal with toxins is your liver. Your liver is the master organ. And so your liver who's responsible for hormone balance, digestion, um, bile production, lubrication of your intestines so your poop comes out, yeah, detoxification, um, blood sugar balance, every weight loss as well. A lot of people who struggle with weight loss are actually suffering from a stagnant liver. 
So your liver becomes inflamed from leaky gut and from all the toxins, yeah, from the environment as well as from inflammation. So when the liver gets stagnant, it produces less bile. So you get more, um, what do you call it? When there's less bile, you get improper digestion. So poor digestion, so more gas, bloating, constipation. And a lot of people make a mistake of taking laxatives when they're constipated, not realizing it's their liver that's stagnant that's not producing enough bile. So I always treat constipation first with good liver support. And now your liver also controls hormones. So now when your liver becomes stagnant, you go into hormonal imbalance. Usually what I see is a progesterone deficiency and an estrogen excess. When that happens, um, people are more prone to PMS symptoms, anxiety, depression, yeah? And you see progesterone helps GABA, this neurotransmitter, this anti-anxiety neurotransmitter work better in the brain. Mm -hmm. So now when progesterone is low, GABA is not working so well. So a lot of women will experience the insomnia and the anxiety during menses or during their cycle. Yeah, and that's why hormones affect the brain yeah, or the mood through GABA and through other neurotransmitters. Now, also what happens is most of your neurotransmitters are actually produced in your gut, your serotonin, your GABA, et cetera. And when you have inflammatory, um, how do I call it, leaky gut syndrome and an unhealthy microbiome and not enough bile flowing in your intestines, then your good bacteria are basically not in balance. So they don't produce enough serotonin and enough GABA. So you're gonna be slipping into anxiety and depression much faster when you have an unhealthy microbiome. So yes, you can go for trauma therapy, you can go for all these therapies, but if your gut and your liver are not healed properly, you will be prone to anxiety and depression your whole life, possibly, yeah? Now, before we go into trauma resolution and why that causes anxiety and depression, Actually, we're going to talk about that now. And we're going to talk about your adrenal glands as well. Okay? Okay. So we have these beautiful organs that sit above the kidneys called the adrenal glands. They, they're your fight or flight organs. They produce adrenaline and cortisol to manage stress, to manage inflammation. When you're threatened, yeah, either your parents are fighting a lot or you're being beaten or you see your mom being hurt or you're just not feeling safe at home, then you go into a fight or flight response or a freeze response yeah because you were overwhelmed with the threat and you just froze to save your life now these traumatic memories are stored in your nervous system and while they're happening though they're driving your adrenal glands to make adrenaline yeah and to make cortisol to help you survive unfortunately human beings are not good at resolving trauma right away so these traumas adverse childhood experiences they're stored in our nervous system and as we grow up our nervous system is basically affected by these, by these early traumas. So we're always prone to a fragile nervous system. So when we're faced with stress as adults, new stresses, a threatening boss, you know, divorces, breakups from our girlfriend, we go into those childhood feelings of feeling unwanted, threatened, unsafe, insecure, having to try very hard to please the other person, having to win back love, yeah, because as a child, we had to do all these things and we experienced this sense of unsafety. As adults, we repeat the same pattern. So our adult stresses feel much more stressful if we have childhood wounds. So people who have been wounded a lot as children, they go into depression, burnout, anxiety, much faster than people who have had a safe upbringing. Yeah, because of this um, response to adult stress, that is mimicking 
childhood responses to trauma and stress. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I combine Gestalt therapy, EMDR, uh, family constellations therapy to heal these wounds from childhood. Yeah. So that the person can feel a bit safer in their vulnerability, you know, go to that place of feeling unwanted and realize, gosh, you know what? I am safe. It's okay. Mom's looking away at my sick brother or something like that. It doesn't mean I'm not loved or, you know, my parents are fighting. I use family constellations for this a lot. My parents are fighting. I am busy. I was busy really protecting and rescuing my mom. It's not needed anymore. You know, I, if I look at her as the big person, I'm the child, I can honor her as this amazing, respectful adult and let her carry that as her journey. And I really look up to her as this amazing person who has carried this and I don't have to carry her burden. My nervous system resets. My nervous system will feel less exhausted. My nervous system will feel less triggered. And I will be more in a child state, revering my mother, but my nervous system relaxes. So that means I don't go into adrenal burnout and I don't get busy with wounded partners or wounded people in my adult life, having to rescue them, having to fix their problems and get into dysfunctional relationships because I'm still trying to solve my mother's problems. Yeah. So when we heal these childhood wounds, yeah, the nervous system relaxes, we become more functional in our adult life, get less stressed and burnt out and triggered by adult experiences such as angry bosses, relationship breakups, or other threatening experiences. And therefore, our adrenal glands build up. When they build up and they don't burn out, then our cortisol levels come more into balance. When cortisol is in balance, all the brain chemicals such as serotonin, dopamine, GABA, melatonin, and your thyroid hormones come more into balance. So you get less anxiety and depression. That's the how trauma, childhood experiences affect the adrenal glands, cortisol levels, and therefore brain chemicals. But the other thing that affects cortisol, your adrenal glands, and your brain chemicals is inflammation, which we talked about from an unhealthy liver and unhealthy gut. When you're overinflamed and overtoxic, your body has to produce cortisol as well to manage the inflammation. So inflammation burns out your adrenal glands as well, because your adrenal glands are what produces cortisol, as well as other cells in your body. So chronic inflammation combined with unresolved childhood trauma, combined with daily stresses in adult life, wipe out your nervous system, leading to adrenal exhaustion, and therefore cortisol imbalance, and therefore brain chemical imbalance, so serotonin, dopamine, melatonin, et cetera, drop, leading to insomnia, anxiety, depression, OCD, suicidal thoughts. Yeah, so you can go for therapy, but if you don't heal your gut, your gut and your liver, and your adrenal system, you might be looping to therapy. And if you're only taking probiotics and supplements, yeah, without healing those childhood wounds, you'll be popping supplements all the time, always feeling vulnerable and fragile, never really resolving that, that issue and never getting to a place of confidence and safety, final safety, so you can just walk your life and feel more complete. Mm -hmm. That's how the mind and the body all interact. And I've seen that. I <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have some friends and we'll be out to dinner and they'll have the handful of supplements with their dinner, yeah. the health market, right? And, but they're still going through such issues with trauma. And I, I agree. It's like a whole approach yeah. that has to happen, which here's the thing, Dr. Amit, this can feel extremely overwhelming. I remember when I, I mean, I was spent, I had severe depression, hospitalized four times, right? Suicide attempts. 
I didn't have anything in me even to get through a session like this, but a lot of my family did, right? They would come or bring me books or ideas. So when someone maybe is watching who is just at the end of their exhausted rope, yeah, yeah, where would be the first place, the soft place that you would advise someone to start who needs to start slowly and feels very overwhelmed right now? Beautiful. So I do have some free videos on my site. Yeah, it's drmeet.com, which will walk you through healing your gut, your liver, your adrenal glands. There's just the basics of it. And there's a beautiful emotional healing exercise in those videos where I help you feel a bit safe with all these vulnerable emotions that you're feeling. Okay. Um, so it goes like something like it's safe for me to feel stressed once in a while. So you really give yourself permission to experience what you need to experience without labeling it as wrong, without fighting against your own experience and really giving yourself space to be you. Then I go into other healing centers, like it's safe for me to relax from time to time, yeah. or it's safe for me to be overworried or have intrusive thoughts once in a while. So you give yourself space and permission to really experience yourself without the stigma of what society labels us as or labels to be wrong, which, you know, the stigma of society actually creates or lends to a lot of stress in our minds. Yes, it does. If society allowed us to feel these things and held us in a safe space while we're going through these things, we would not feel so isolated. You know, the feeling of isolation and not belonging to society is one of the biggest traumas and causes of suicide out there. Yeah, because we feel like we don't belong or disconnected. It is ex exactly that. Yes, that feeling of being alone in a crowded room. Yeah. Of being numb, of being not understood, uh, yeah. not seen. And yes, yeah. that's a big one. Um, I, I love that. It, say it again. It's safe because the safety is, it's like, it's written everywhere. It's on my bathroom mirror. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. Yeah. It's safe. Yeah. What I say is it's safe to feel this way once in a while. So there's a lot of sentences, a lot of different emotions. Yes. I talk about it in those three videos, but are you combine, you can say it's safe for me to feel and you add a negative or quote unquote, what people label as a negative emotion and always add the word once in a while after that sentence, because once in a while doesn't force you into thinking, okay, I should feel positive all the time or it's safe. Like I'm convincing myself that it's okay to feel stressed. No once in a while really creates a lot of magic in your nervous system try it out you'll see the once in a while gives you the choice of feeling what you're feeling and letting it go and when you experience choice you become less of a victim to your emotion mm. yeah you felt that <laughs> I I, I, everything is just washing over me oh i could listen to you all day dr Amit. that's it's beautiful We'll turn it back to you. Thank you, Anne. So I would encourage what's coming to me. I'm just channeling something right now. Self-love, mm. self-love. So don't judge yourself for being anxious, for depressed, that you're a failure. You know, we, we see a lot of successful people online. We see a lot of people, the Facebook image, you know, and we feel less than, or we're not as confident. Yes. I would say I really want you to invite patience. One of the biggest steps towards healing is self-forgiveness and patience. Yeah. 
So it's safe to be patient with myself from one from time to time. And forgiveness, forgiving the self. I forgive myself for feeling weak. I forgive myself for taking on so much of my mother's burden that I'm not available to a healthy relationship. Yeah. I forgive myself for watching so much social media that I feel smaller than the, the stars out there. Oh, oh. Yeah, feel that. I really oh, want you to feel that. Yeah, really feel that because you are engaged in a digital world mm -hmm. that is stressing and annihilating your sense of self-worth and your innate identity. Yeah, our innate identity is different from how we identify compared to other people in society. Our innate identity, um, when you really develop it well, is calmness, self-acceptance, sense of self-love. But that goes away very fast when our parents put pressure on us, society puts pressure on us to be this doctor, this engineer, this performer, this accomplished person, this six-figure income person. You know, it's like, if you're not making six figures right now in the online world, you're like, you have to struggle more. You have to pay for more ads. You have to do all this stuff. And you forget to cook a nice meal. You forget to play golf, play tennis, hug a child. So I spend my free time, you know, treating kids who have been abandoned for their disabilities. Um, I love community work. And if I sell a million copies of my book and my online course, I'll do more community work. Yeah not to get to the six-figure income, but really to reconnect to a soul purpose, my soul's purpose. Yes. And we forget that because of the pressure. Then we get more depressed because we have that sense of failure. And when, when you have an expectation that's not met, it creates disappointment. Most people cannot sit with their disappointment, so they're going to self-blame. Yeah, and they struggle more. And that creates more anxiety and depression. So if you have depression and anxiety, you know, really look at your childhood wounds and look at what expectations were not met in your life. Yeah. And sit with the disappointment. See if you can come to terms with disappointment. And if somebody has hurt you as well, forgiveness is a huge thing. Now, forgiveness is a very delicate situation. In family constellations, I use the sentence to forgive someone. I say, I'm sorry this happened between you and I. It helps me take my power back. If I say, I forgive you, I still blame them for what happened. But if I say, and I want you really to try that, say, for those listening, really say that sentence out loud to somebody who you have an issue with. I'm sorry this happened between you and I. Yeah? You see that person as a complete person and the perpetration as a separate event. Then you're both free. Yeah? I so, like that. Amit, I've not mm -hmm. heard of that. I'm going to try that. Please do. So that's a combination. So I combine family constellations and also I use a course in miracles to work with people. Right. And so a course in miracles is really beautiful. Um, I encourage people to look at it because it gives you these self forgiveness and, you know, forgiveness sentences and different exercises to also reprogram your mind. So you're less of a victim to uh, your imagination of how the world works. You said something um you know, to sit with the discomfort of knowing that certain expectations were not meant for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just want to go back because that's so important. Um, we do compare, we put these expectations on ourselves, and 
and to allow ourselves to say that's not meant for me that's heavy i mean yeah 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 because that's, if that's, i'm experiencing go ahead I was just ex- saying, that's difficult work yeah if i'm experiencing disappointment yes. there's a fear of being criticized yes uh, i don't know it but maybe it's being criticized by my dad or by my mom or by society or you know with disappointment i might be abandoned by my mom all those wounds get re-triggered yeah when something doesn't go the way we expect and so we're scared of even feeling disappointment we react to it quite fast try and fix it or burn ourselves out or criticize ourselves and blame ourselves and if we can really make love to disappointment really say gosh this sucks or i'm disappointed and you tell the person as well, I'm disappointed with what happened, you know, and I'm still a human being and I can embody these feelings. Yes. And I'm, I'm not less of a human being with this experience. Yeah, because I'm not, it's, you know, because it's disappointment happens to everyone. It, they just don't show it on social media or TV. Right. Yeah. So if you can tolerate your disappointment and be patient with yourself. Yeah, you will bring so much more love to your environment. And I honestly think if people could tolerate disappointment more as well, they'll be less harmful to the environment. You know, a lot of this toxicity in the air, this fumes, these industries mm-hmm. are for people because they're overperformers out there. They don't want to live with disappointment. Right. They want to accomplish, accomplish, accomplish at the expense of what Mother Earth gives us. This is so important. I am so glad we are having this conversation because there are a lot of powerful voices out there that beat the chest and, you know, sleep is for when you're dead and you must work like crazy and go, go, go. And if you're not 10 times in this and 20 times in this, and the thing is, is that for the rest of us, right, it can feel as that we might label ourselves as lazy or poor performers, but I love this to sit with the disappointment. Yeah. See, those people, I believe, feed on our fears. Mm -hmm. They feed on our fears of not being good enough. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. And and we, we, we basically put, we put them on a pedestal. We idolize them. Yeah. So that's another thing to say to yourself. I really forgive myself for idolizing this person. And I want my own brains back. I want my own self-esteem back. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. It's reclaiming your soul's peace. Exactly. <laughs> just feels so good. I just want to sit in this energy with you. I hope that everybody who is watching or listening to us is feeling this too. Yeah, I welcome everyone to take a deep breath in and out and just smile to yourself for a while and give yourself permission to really be in your own energy, in your own peace, disentangling yourself from influences and influencers. Good, and just learning your own heart's rhythm and needs. Take your time. And if you want, you can tap alternate tapping on your collarbones, left collarbone, then right collarbone, left, right, left, right. Just tap gently to help your nervous system include this experience into its memory. Good, and you are safe. You're with me. You're in safe hands. 
in your own consciousness, in your own breathing, you are safe as well. You don't have to perform for anyone else. And you don't have to carry anybody else's burden for them or anybody else's failure for them. Good. Take a deep breath in and out and gently let it go. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And if you want, you can keep one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, just to stay grounded as we finish this interview. <laughs> Thank you for that. That Thank was you. much needed. A pleasure. A pleasure. Let me ask you, I want to go back and, and connect a dot. You do a lot of charity work in Kenya, where you are located. What does that entail? What, what do you need from us? How, how do people follow that or get in touch with you about that? How do we support you in that work? Okay, I'd like to do a lot of charity work. It's not enough, though. And I'm not just saying that. It's just not enough because I have to work as well full time. Yes, the reality um, of being an adult. I would really appreciate it if people bought my online course. That would really help me make enough to spend more time with these kids who've been abandoned and also make a difference in poor communities who don't have enough health care. I want to introduce holistic medicine and homeopathy in a bigger way so they're less dependent on antibiotics and excessive medicines that are destroying their, their nervous system, their immunity, and really help people regain knowledge of traditional medicine as well. So yeah, um, if you're willing, I'd really appreciate it if you just went to my website, bought my course and supported this project and my work. Yeah, I love, so I love what you're doing. And it is, it's Dr. Amit, D-R-A-M-E-E-T.com. And so if you like this process and we're going to continue and you want to learn from a meet, it's, it, there's a bonus there that what you're doing is to supporting work in a, in a place where people don't have the resources that we have wherever you're watching now. Um, and, and sometimes we forget that too, is when we think about, okay, we want to heal our gut. We want to work on the liver and, and we can do that. And in other places, there's not a choice. There aren't opportunities to do that yet and yeah. you are trying to change that trying trying my best let's see yeah and yes. if yeah if if um how let me channel if i'm going to say the right thing if a million copies of my book are sold then i can retire and do this community work full-time so if you're a publisher listening take my book yes. <laughs> yes and you your book right now though is up on they can grab it on amazon what's the name of the book it's called Heal Your Body, Cure Your Mind. Oh, that's a beautiful title. Heal Your Body, Cure Your Mind. Yeah. I need that book so, by my bedside. And, and the course goes into more detail, more specific remedies than the book, just in case people are wondering what the difference is. Right. It's always that way, right? We love the book. And then those of us who want to go deeper and do the work, it's I, I'm a big fan of coursework uh, when I need Absolutely. to actually dig at my own time and go at my own pace. Um, that way and then have support with it so with the adrenals like what for you let me ask you this with all that you're you're doing and some of the stress that we're under as entrepreneurs I think everybody child adult is under immense stress these days what yeah. are certain let's talk about supplements 
right now or herbs? What are things that you can't live without that are just your, your things that I must have those? Okay. So again, this is not a pitch, but I cover most of these in the online course. I'm going to mention a few. Perfect. Okay. The thing first is to remove it. Of course, heal the trauma first. Yeah. Do the exercises in the course and the book. Then remove inflammation. You got to heal your gut. Use probiotics. Yeah. Um, also, definitely work with a, pro, um, a naturopathic doctor because some of the things I'm going to mention here might be contraindicated for your specific medical condition. Okay. Things like glutamine, for example. Some people say with cancer, don't use it. And if you have schizophrenia or bipolar, you shouldn't use glutamine, but glutamine helps repair the gut lining. Vitamin D is excellent for the brain and for inflammation. Then liver detox. I go through all the homeopathic remedies I use, all the herbal supplements I use for liver detox in the course. Some of them are like milk thistle, dandelion, bitter foods, a lot of things people are familiar with already. Then the adrenal herbs, the adrenal nourishing supplements. These ones you have to be careful as well. Be careful with as well in case you have cancer or some adrenal issue, you don't overstimulate your hormone production. Sometimes I use rhodiola. I test this energetically, whether it's online or in person. Sometimes I'll use rhodiola or ashwagandha. Yeah, those are the most common ones. Some people use ginseng. Um, and eleutherococcus is a more nourishing ginseng compared to other ginsengs. You don't, and you want to remove stimulants. Yeah, coffee, caffeine, um, excessive alcohol. So change your diet as well if you want to protect your nervous system and not burn out. People don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the herbs I use, and I use a lot of homeopathy as well. So there's a whole video on healing trauma from the past and anxiety and depression and burnout using bark flower remedies, as well as homeopathic remedies. Yeah. Because things like Ignatia Amara and Natrum Muriaticum are fantastic homeopathic remedies to heal, you know, breakup and relationship pain or betrayal pain. Yeah. That sense of, Um, resentment, withdrawal, mistrust, the lump in your throat, feeling tearful all the time. So I cover all those remedies in more detail in the course as well. So combining emotional healing with energetic medicine like homeopathy, as well as nourishing the body with herbs and supplements and detoxifying the body with herbs and supplements is really a more complete way to heal the whole system rather than only doing supplements, rather than only doing uh, therapy, yeah, and popping a pill to mass symptoms. A lot of people are melatonin to help with sleep, not realizing that it's from a liver imbalance, or they'll take laxatives for their digestion, yeah, not realizing it's also liver imbalance, or they'll take probiotics, or they'll take chamomile tea, yeah, they'll take, like I have patients with 100 supplements because they either they've been recommended them or they're just trying to manage symptoms. But when you heal the pillars of health, the liver, the gut, the adrenal system, and the emotional memory, you need less supplements over time. You'll waste less money and be less overwhelmed with a cupboard full of medicines once you really go for the root cause. And that's the pillars of your health. That really is the theme, isn't it? Is that no matter if it's a natural supplement or it's a pharmaceutical, we still mm-hmm. go to the root. What is causing it? What can we heal? What can we do with real food? too. I know here and where I live in the United States, I know we're not alone. It's so much cheaper and more convenient to eat Mm -hmm. foods. Yeah. That's difficult for a lot of families, a lot of people uh, who've gone through, uh, you know, financial hurts. It's thinking of grabbing all of these things. I don't have time to cook. I don't have time or my children won't eat these things. 
but it's the very medicine that we need. It is, you know, food is medicine and the healthier foods you eat, the less supplements you need over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And remember when you heal those childhood wounds as well, those emotional wounds, then your adrenal glands will be less stressed and you'll need less adaptogenic herbs, less rhodiola, less ashwagandha, because you'll be in a more of a Zen state. You'll digest your food better. You'll absorb the nutrients better. So you won't have so much iron deficiency or B vitamin deficiency because your digestion is more into parasympathetic state, more into, you know, it's working better. Your vagus nerve is working well because you're breathing better. Yeah. You're let, because what happens is if you have unhealed wounds, emotional wounds, then your vagus nerve is disturbed. Your breathing is disturbed. Your digestion and your absorption is disturbed. And so all these physiological functions improve when you heal the emotional trauma from childhood as well. It's just something that we have to take a look at. And so if someone is watching thinking, huh, I wonder if these types of strategies, these techniques, what you're sharing with us will help them if they want to come off of medication. And that's a part mm-hmm. that's really important to, to talk about how dangerous some of these medications can be when you're coming off and how important it is to work with your prescribing physician start to feel better. Definitely. I always encourage people to work with their prescribing physician. You know, I work with people to help them reduce their medication. Um, I prefer they do it with their psychiatrist or in conjunction with that, because when you're healing the wounds and the inflammation, the burnout, your brain chemistry improves naturally. So you need less of your medication, but I'm not saying that you have to stop it. No, if you stop it suddenly and just redo it yourself, you can make mistakes. And then that can create more trauma from your nervous system suddenly because you have a panic attack or a big slip into depression or a suicide attempt. And that is very traumatic. And then you've added another trauma that you have to deal with in your life. So definitely work with a good naturopath and your prescribing physician when you're working with any of your medications, for sure, 100%. When you get up in the morning, are you a breakfast eater? I'm a juice drinker and a hot water and lemon to flush my liver. So I'm liking intermittent fasting. I'm not so good at it yet, but really having that 14 hour gap between the previous night's dinner and then waiting a while, waiting a while before I put something in my mouth. Yeah. What I might do before my meals is take my liver tincture. Yeah, and do some deep breathing exercise. I love Kundalini yoga. So I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher as well. I'll do Kundalini yoga in the morning sometimes when I have enough energy or I don't have too much to do. And that really flushes the liver, resets the nervous system and gets you ready for the day. And then I'll have my breakfast, something light, usually some blend of, um, we call it Karela in Indian, but it's bitter gourd juice with celery and carrot and turmeric. Yeah, and I'll put some garlic and ginger in there. Once in a while, of course, I need my protein, so I'll have my eggs, um, some spelt bread or gluten-free bread. Um, it depends on your biology, though. Check out what suits you. Yeah, Some people cannot tolerate protein in the morning. Usually that, I find, is a liver stagnation issue. Once your liver is flushed, flushing really well, you'll be able to eat better in the mornings. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. I, I can't even, I can't stomach food in the morning, so it's... Yeah, be very interesting to look into that. My liver might need some flushing. And yeah, and liver as well as a sense of overwhelm. Yeah, just some some more going into more relaxation by just loving those places 
that disappeared because of a wound in childhood, bringing back those parts of you that, you know, froze or escaped with a lot of love, compassion, and patience. When you include all parts of you into life, you can feel very scary and vulnerable because you don't know who's going to attack you next. Mm-hmm. But if you do it with a good, safe therapist, your resilience will come back and suddenly you can ingest food, you can take in life, you can digest and eat. Oh, I love that. It, it's <laughs> to look at too, it's like to question mm-hmm. finally ourselves if, you know, why, why can't I eat in the morning instead of just saying, no, oh, I just don't eat in the morning, I can't have food. To, mm-hmm. to have that inquiry kind yeah. and to say maybe there's something that i can address mm-hmm. maybe i can go yeah. back and rewatch this 40 times and, and start to and do all the exercises yeah do all the do all of the things and start to to return to myself return to ourselves yeah place of resilience and strength and confidence what do you do like when things get really tough mm-hmm. something has occurred what is your first thing to do to comfort yourself? I allow myself, because I'm trained in therapy mm-hmm. a lot, I allow myself vulnerability and to cry and to shake and to cry and just aggress mm-hmm. and really just shake it all off. Um, I've studied this Osho meditation called dynamic meditation, where you do some vigorous breathing, like and just like random breathing. And then you, you can beat a pillow and shake around and everything like that. And literally your thoughts change. You feel less of a victim of what happened. And I always go into inquiry. Yeah. Why am I triggered? What's going on? Um, what projections or um, what's what? Um, I don't know what the word is right now. Gosh, what assumptions am I making about um, what's happening with this person? What previous judgments do I have about this person that is causing this kind of encounter? with this person yeah because usually what i find is when i really let go of my previous grievances with people and i'm just sitting in a place of you know what i i my only purpose is peace my only purpose is forgiveness and this i learned from the course in miracles and even when i'm encountering this person i mean okay if they're safe enough to encounter this way yeah some people are completely abusive and you got to protect yourself of course yeah but if it's just a mild conflict if you say my only purpose is peace, it might you might let go of that need to be right. And you might say, okay, you know what? My only purpose is peace, so I can listen better that, rather than argue my point. <sighs> and suddenly you open up a new experience of yourself as well with this person. And when you have a new experience of yourself with a person who was threatening before, you suddenly might feel less threatened and more confident around this person less triggered to go into argument. And that person might sense it energetically or subconsciously and dynamics change. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes practice. Yeah. So when things are really tough, of course, I will do that. I have a whole blend of homeopathic remedies I use. I might pop some rescue remedy, you know, so I am not immune to stress and conflicts and and being hurt. Yeah. Um, And exercise is wonderful. You know, I'll go and play my tennis or just go for a run go for a walk, do some really good deep breathing or kundalini yoga because movement and exercise also rewires the brain and gets you out of that narrative that is causing more stress and victimization, self-victimization. Yeah, and forgiveness. 
always those forgiveness sentences. I'm sorry this happened between you and I. You don't have to be a saint. You know, you can express anger. Healthy aggression is good. Yeah, like, hey, stop, enough. I've had enough. Move yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgiveness is that daily ongoing process for us. And really it comes down, according to Course of Miracles, to self-forgiveness. After you've forgiven a person, it's really self-forgiveness. I'm sorry for assuming this thing about this person. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for relying on this person. I'm sorry for putting myself in this situation. You know, I, I, not I'm sorry, sorry. I forgive myself for, you know, um, being with this person. I forgive myself for thinking about this person or expecting so much about this person. I forgive myself for feeling so vulnerable around this person. I forgive myself for putting myself down in this situation. So you take ownership of what you're doing with your own energy. It's that agency that we we have. We have the ability to feel better. Yeah. And and to be that person for ourselves. What you said, it's the re-injuring. When we have that narrative, when we have that story about someone and who we think Mm -hmm. they are or what they did or we think they did and why they did it. Um, I fall prey to that too. I'm human. And I've noticed a lot right now is, oh, I see your battery is dying. Yeah. I've (laughs) noticed that part is so key is to have peace. And so we will close. Uh, Dr. Ramit is over in Kenya and it's late at night and I don't want your battery to die. It's Dr. D-R Amit, A-M-E-E-T.com. And the book title again, so people who want to go straight to the book. Heal your body, cure your mind. Heal your body, cure your mind. And I might change the name later on for different reasons, but for now it's heal your body, cure your mind. But if you go to my website, you'll find everything there. Everything will be there. And with that, I so thank you. This was, it's my morning, your evening. This is a wonderful way. You have helped me start a very stressful day. (laughs) (laughs) And for any of you all who are feeling stressed, watch this over and over again and go to Dr. Amit's site. Thank you. Thank you as well. Thank you as well, Erin. And thank you everyone for listening. And I really wish you a lot of self-love, self-forgiveness and watch the videos, especially the emotional healing exercise to really get in touch with that sense of inner peace, self-love and self-forgiveness so that you can invite better experiences into your life for yourself. Lots of love. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can go deeper in your healing with amazing remedies and therapies covered in your free online course and ebook on drameet.com. That's D-R-A-M-E-E-T.com. Lots of love and thank you. God bless.